Alright, and welcome back to Moose's Mulligans. This is the first episode where we have both podcast audio right here, and we have the YouTube video going for MMTV. Thanks for joining us if you're watching on or listening on either. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, you can go to YouTube.com. You can search Moose's Mulligans, subscribe for MMTV. Uh, the new visual is great. I think it's a great addition, especially with the video highlights we're doing. And we're adding some, you'll see some visual graphics to this episode. Get right to it. Uh, we're brought to you by Retro Color Band. You can go to retrocolorband.com and learn about their tour they just had. And you can also go to brava-arts.org to learn more about the nonprofit dancing world of Brava Arts. Getting right into it, this is the MLB April Roundup for 2019, and let's get started by looking at what teams I think are on the upswing. So starting with the Los Angeles Dodgers, we're going to take a look here at how they've moved up the power rankings. They moved up 10 spots from the last time I had this ranking at the beginning of the season. Either the Dodgers are proving me wrong, or the National League is proving me wrong. I'll find out which one pretty soon, hopefully, because... I keep thinking the Dodgers don't have the talent to keep winning, and they keep winning in the National League, and I keep thinking the National League is getting better to the point where the Dodgers will be uncrowned, and the National League can't seem to quite keep up, but then the Dodgers can't hold their own in the World Series, so maybe the National League is still a step behind, and the Dodgers are just deep enough to make it deep enough into the playoffs, but they don't have the firepower to beat the American League. We're going to find out. Second team I have uh, trending up is the Minnesota Twins. So the Twins moved up 10 spots this week on my rosters, uh, on my power rankings as well. The Twinkies are finally looking pretty good. They're finally looking sweet. That young talent is starting to come together. Byron Buxton's still struggling, but that's okay. I, it's going to take time, obviously. He's still very young, but the additions of Nelson Cruz, the additions of uh, Jonathan Scope, and it's it's been pretty solid. Even their bullpen's been okay. So the the Twins are in a wide open division too in the AL Central. Cleveland's very good, but it does open up some wild card hopefuls when you're playing. What is it? Nineteen times you're playing the the Tigers, the White Sox, and the Royals, who are all in full rebuild. That can inflate your wins enough to be a wild card team, as we've seen the Twins do before. And the other team trending up, we have the Tampa Bay Rays. I knew they won the trade deadline last year, and I made a big deal about that. They got Tommy Pham, who's super underrated in the outfield. They added Austin Meadows. They added a pitching prospect as well in Tyler Glass now. Blake Snell ended up winning a Cy Young, which I didn't see coming. They're pretty good, and they're showing they're pretty good, especially with Boston struggling. They're taking advantage. Now, the question is how long can they take advantage of this? They have the Yankees right on their heels, and the Yankees are very hurt, so it's very interesting to see how high the Yankees are right now. Can the Rays keep it up is the question. They're they're very solid. I like their pitching. I like their bullpen. Jose Alvarado, 102-mile-an-hour, two seems ridiculous. They're very good at how they use their team uh, to get as many wins as possible with such a low payroll. The question is, how long can they keep it up? Now let's go on the negative sides of things and be a Debbie Downer here and take a look at the the Boston Red Sox as the first team that's on the downswing. If you win the World Series last year and we get to the end of April and you're not in first place or a wild card spot, it's going to be a downer, obviously, especially when you return as many people as Boston did. We're looking, and they're healthy. There, there's no injuries. That's, I mean, there. I mean, you have a few Pedroia, but that's not that big of a deal. It, the problem is Rafael Devers isn't hitting that well. 
Mookie Betts is doing fine. J.D. Martinez is doing fine. Benintendi got out of the gate slow. It's the starting pitching. It's been awful. It's been one of the worst in the league. Actually, the worst in ERA, apparently. But their bullpen, Ryan Brazier, has been great. The rest of it's been awful. And I still think they should just sign Craig Kimbrell and get it over with. It's worth every penny at this point. Now you're chasing two teams with the Rays and the Yankees. And the Yankees barely need a trade deadline anymore because the guys that come back from injuries are going to be like picking up those big trade deadline moves anyway when you get Stanton back, when you get Judge back, if you get Andujar back and DD back. That's like the trade deadline for the Yankees this year. And Boston might have some trouble keeping up finally. The other team on the downswing is the Washington Nationals. This is a team I was hyping up going into the season. I thought they were better off without Bryce Harper, actually. Uh, Juan Soto, Victor Robles are killing it. You got Max Scherzer. I think Steven Strasburg was a great comeback player of the year candidate. They're not clicking as well as I thought they would, and that does worry me a little bit. Uh, Their bullpen's been sketchy like we've seen in the past from Washington national teams. And it, it worries me that they're not going to be able to keep up with a tight National League East with the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies looking pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. I don't believe in the New York Mets. Um, but the Nationals do need to step it up if they want to be real playoff contenders. And if I do want to give them the hype I was giving them, I need to see a little bit more. Last team on the downswing, and they haven't been on the downswing in a long time, is the Cincinnati Reds. And usually you have to be high up to get knocked down on the downswing. So the Reds finally did something right. It looked like this offseason. They added some great starting pitching, I thought, that was cheap with Tanner Roark, Sonny Gray, and Alex Wood. Hasn't really paid off. I thought Rossiel Iglesias would be this great closer for them in all these close games. They're going to grind it out. They're missing Scooter Jeanette. Their lineup hasn't produced like we wanted. Suarez, uh, their third baseman, got out of the gates a little slow. But they just look like they can't keep up. They don't look like they can compete at the level I thought they could. Meanwhile, the St. Louis Cardinals are stealing all those wins away from Cincinnati and put themselves in a good position. Cincinnati looks like they're a little short on firepower, and it might have been a little premature to give them a possible wild card spot this year. Now what you're going to see pop up on your screen is the what we call the rest of the pack here. Uh, well, basically it's the other teams that didn't make the top five rankings, and how much they went up or went down this year, uh, this week, excuse me, from a month? Let's go with month. From uh, the beginning of the season to the end of April, you'll start to see here that some teams really did make a, a big difference, some teams not so much. You see the Minnesota Twins moving to the top 10, Atlanta Braves hanging on for dear life, Milwaukee didn't get off to as good a start as we wanted, Seattle eventually they're going to make the playoffs, I think. I mean, never is a long time. I still don't think it's now. I moved them up because they are winning some games. I thought they'd pretty much be in the cellar with the Rangers all year, but they did win some games. I'll give them that. They got off to a hot start. Now it's starting to catch up to them. Also, the Padres got off to a hot start. You'll see them on this graphic move up three spots, but again, too young. They need more time. And I don't think Hosmer and Machado are enough firepower to pull them over the top and get them a wild card spot. Sorry to my San Diego people, but it's not time yet. Patience. Houston Astros had patience. They got a ring. It's sad, but that's the way baseball is right now. But now we're going to get into our top five here. You're going to see the top five teams on the power rankings at the end of April.
At number five and making no move is the Cleveland Indians. Their starting pitching has been strong. Their bullpen has been better than I thought. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. It's just been average. Their lineup's missing Lindor, and they're still winning games, so that's impressive. I got to keep them at number five, especially in an AL Central that's going to pad their wins. Number four, we're moving up to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays have earned it. They are winning. It is a great thing to see a team that doesn't have much money and doesn't have the ability to keep their superstars, raise them up themselves, make one really good trade, and put themselves in a position to compete in what is a very top-heavy American league. So good for them. Moving on to number three, we got the Los Angeles Dodgers. I swallowed my pride there for a sec if you saw that. I moved them up 10 spots to number three. I don't trust the National League right now more than I trust the, the, the... I'm more I don't trust the National League than I trust the Dodgers. I think the National League may not be as good as we thought. Hey, good for the Dodgers taking advantage of it. If they want to go to three straight World Series and face another unbelievable American League team, be my guess. But I don't have full confidence in them yet. They've earned the number three spot, though. At number two, it's the Houston Astros. It's got to be. They're so deep. They got out of the gate slow. They've been battling some injuries here and there, little nicks and knacks. But Michael Brantley was a great addition to their outfield. He doesn't have to play every day. They have Alex Bregman, who got a little slow start, and he's coming around. You You just got a full lineup. You got a solid team that if someone goes down, I'm not that worried about who the replacement's going to be. And in baseball, someone's always getting hurt. It's a long season, and you don't know who's going to get that season-ending surgery. That's what you have to be afraid of. Justin Verlander's healthy. Garrett Cole's healthy. Roberto Azuna's healthy. And about 70% of their lineup's healthy. Houston's pretty dang good every time, then. At number one... You guys are going to call me a homer, but I'm going to say the New York Yankees still. They're going to stay at the number one spot. They literally are their AAA team right now, Scranton Wilbanks. Is that how you say that? They're literally their own AAA team right now. Their entire Major League team is basically on the disabled list. They're missing their ace in Luis Severino. They're missing the literal middle of their order with Judge, Stanton, Didi Gregorius, and Duhar. Normally, Glaber Torres would bat eighth on this team. He's batting fourth right now, and... The guy who stepped up, Clint Frazier, got his chance with all the injuries, and he got hurt now. It's a real bummer, but guess what? The Yankees had another guy step in, and they're grinding. They're finding ways to win while their players are out. The only thing that's going to happen now, those players are going to come back, and you can't tell me that the Yankees are going to be worse off because these players come back. There's no way that they're going to be worse with these guys coming back from injury. They can only get better. You you can't add a former MVP, a soon-to-be MVP, and tell me the team's going to get worse. Or an ace. Which the Yankees desperately need still. <laughs> but I'm going to keep the Yankees at number one. You can send your hate mail. Go to moosesmulligans.weebly.com. Uh, I mentioned earlier that the power rankings, uh, you can see that full list and it popped up at the bottom. That's moosesmulligans.blogspot.com. The best way to keep up with this show is facebook.com slash Mulligans. We like getting the likes. It's, it's always appreciated. And make sure to follow the show. We're brought to you by Retro Color Band, retrocolorband.com. And you can go to brava-arts.org to learn more about Brava Arts. It's been another episode of MMTV and the Moose's Mulligans podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, go to YouTube. Give this a, a view. Get a visual of this. And feel free to take the podcast on the go so you can get you can still hear all the great news on Moose's Mulligans. Thanks for tuning in.